The 10 Pence Arcade Podcast is sponsored by Retro Games Pie. Get out of emulation and into the real arcade with Retro Games Pie. Arcade game hire for public events and private parties. With regular free community-led meetings throughout the year, there ain't no party like a Retro Games Pie. Visit the website at www.retrogamespie.co.uk and get involved. Hello and welcome to Tempence Arcade podcast. My name is Victor Marlott, aka Vertvic. And I'm Alex Crowley, aka Chucky Egg. And we've turned the game down a little bit this week. Yeah, do we sound better? Let's hope so. <laughs> don't get How are you doing? Don't Rick? be noshing that mic off. <laughs> I'm good, mate. What have you been up to? I've been trawling eBay for rare Nintendo cabs. And what have you got? Well, there was a couple turned up this week. Really? Helifire. Helifire? Yeah. Was that in a cocktail or an upright? It was a cocktail. I was a bit gutted, though. It had no game in it. It had the, the monitor and the control panel looked okay on first glances, but someone bored a hole out for ah. a second button. Oh, why do they do these things? And someone had put some sort of artwork on top, some graffiti artwork, which is a bit of a shame. Ugh. But well, someone, someone on VAC put me onto it called Steve, which was really good of him because he obviously had been listening to our podcast and heard your Nintendo into... nut, yeah. Yeah. And I'm probably not helping now mentioning this because everyone's going to be looking off, looking yeah. out for them. Yeah, but all those 10 or 20 things people would say, there'll be a one minter in there and you'll get it. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah, but it's quite a rare one, the Helifire. So, well, yeah, I remember now you, I did look on it. You sent me the link for it for eBay. Yeah. And the only thing that tells you that that game was Helifire is a Helifire on a control panel. Exactly. Because control panel is very similar to the Space Fevers we've got. Yeah. But it's slightly different. Yeah. I mean, that would be the rare part, but someone's got a flipping hole in it. Oh, for God's he sake. He started the bid at £100. It's a lot it's for not, a cocktail, well, isn't it? Well, for just a monitor and an old rusty bucket, really. Yeah, it's no With good, Helifire written on it. But this is the trouble, you know. Obviously, someone said to him, oh, it's a rare Nintendo, it's worth a lot of money. But there's nothing in it, really, for me. You know, We get that quite a bit, actually. On eBay, people seem to think that these machines are worth hundreds and hundreds, yeah. and even a thousand pounds. Exactly. And they're not really, and collectors are going to pay less for them because we know what they're worth. Yeah. And how rare they are. But on the other hand, every now and again, something's next to nothing, and you get it, and it's rare as heck. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you actually buy anything from eBay this week? Um, I have been buying a bit. Of course you yeah. have. You always do every week. <laughs> well, because I, right, I don't have a jammer cab, okay? You um, nearly have. I, I'd love a jammer cab, I don't have room for one. So, um,. I bought a Neo Geo arcade stick for the Wii. Which oh, is right, quite yeah. rare. Nice one. Because you know Virtual Console. Yeah, yeah, you can play the games on the Neo Geo. Yeah, games. Neo Geo game. So it's, oh, nice it's one. quite nice, yeah. Excellent. I'll I was, look playing, like you I was playing a bit of Last Resort, actually. Uh, that is a good game. That is a I've good shooter. I've never played it before. It's trying to be like an R Type, isn't it? Yeah. I'd like it better, actually, because R Type's too hard. What about yourself? I haven't bought any arcade bits this week. I've done mm. the opposite, actually. I've actually got rid of one. The kangaroo. Bye-bye. Oh, really? Yeah, kangaroo's gone. You never told me about that. It's gone to the arcade barn down south. Because um, No Quarter did a kangaroo podcast Do you know what? this week, didn't they? I think they're doing it on purpose. Because they knew... <laughs> they knew... Oh, why, yeah, yeah, they? <laughs> they knew that I was getting rid of it because they've been listening to our podcast, hopefully. Uh. They knew I was getting rid of it. And I think they did it to, to sort of Wonder. psychologically wind me up. Because I'm missing it, it now. Because they said, they were talking about it. I was doing some work there, then I was listening to their podcast. And they were saying about, they were playing it and stuff. And it sort of made me miss it a little bit. Yeah. I and I was like, yeah, I've got rid of it now. You have bought cabs back before, haven't you? <laughs> I have got rid of them and got them back. Yeah, but I, I don't think I'll get this one back. It's actually, the place has been filled already with my next restoration project, which, which is, is the Moon Guardian. 
Oh, right. I've been one. talking about before. Fantastic. I'm going to put the Konami games in. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's going to be a vertical machine with 10 games in it. One stick, two buttons. It's got some unusual artwork on it, hasn't it? At the back. Yes, it has. It's a bit odd, actually. I'll, I'll put some pictures on there when I get yeah. it all sorted out. I need to fill a few holes in, a bit of painting, control panel, put a monitor in there, put a jammer in there, and put the board in there and hopefully get going on it. Cool. I've been I've been battling away trying to fix this damn frogger of mine. The sound isn't quite right. It's, it's real sort of distorted at the start. Uh, I've just changed the sound pot on it. hasn't done much good. The next thing to do is check out the RAMs on it on the sound, mm. but... The guy in America who sold it to me is kindly sending me a top board, which is the sound board for it. So hopefully that will just sort it out oh, in one go. Cool. Yeah, it's got to wait a couple of weeks yeah. to it come Another through. thing I saw on eBay this week, and it's quite a rare game, and it's one of your games, which is Rescue. Yeah, you and sent me the link to I have a search for that game, and it's been on there for four years, and that's the first time that's popped up in four years. Wow. That's a dual stick, twin yes. stick game. One of our favourites, isn't it? With a helicopter. And it's my turn to pick the game this week. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I do like a bit of rescue. Excellent. And that, that is also on Konami hardware, which is the same as Frogger, same as Scramble. All three of those boards I actually own have got problems with the sound. Because the rescue plays okay, but the sound keeps coming in and out of, of audio. Can't losing it. With that board, it is, yeah. It's, it's either, I think, two on one four rams. There's another part on the soundboard. There's three of them together and they often go. And also the sound pot can go, yeah. you can lose bits. But it's one of those, it's a combination. I don't know, I just keep mucking about and trying them and yeah. just want to get time. It's a cool game, so um, if any of those cool out there want to play it, it's really cool. Play Rescue, but you need two joysticks and one extra button yeah. for bombs. Make sure you get the extra button, because a lot of people forget about it. Yeah. But you need that on the third level. It's got that weird parallax scrolling, which is quite new at its time. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. The game's about 84, something yeah. like that. 83, 84. It's a good game. Very similar to Minefield, which is almost exactly the same game, but instead of you being a helicopter, you're a tank, and you're shooting stuff in the sky rather than on the, on the ground. I've also uh, some stuff going on at home. I'm getting some uh, building work done. Some dodgy builders are going to be in my place before That'd long. That'd be me. Yeah, dodgy builders, I said that. <laughs> I'm apparently, I'm the fastest bricklayer in the West. Not the fastest milkman <laughs> in the West. Ernie. Cockney bricklayer. Cockney bricklayer. <laughs> so there's not, there's not a lot of uh, arcade news going on at the moment. There's... There's a few things, a few uh, events coming on in the next few months. We've got South Coast Slam, I think, in April. We've got Replay in May, right up in Blackpool. Yeah, and there's a meet in Leeds, a console meet. Yeah, I thought of you when I saw that. Yeah. Not exactly my thing, used to be. No. Um, but there'll be loads of bargains to be had there. I think Console Passion and all the big... Uh, Hopefully bargains. You never know in these places. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but you can bring them by as well. You can bring well, you your can own trade, yeah. Apparently so, yeah. So That'd be cool. I'm sure you'll be up there with all your gear. And there's a, there's a few other things going on, but uh, no real news as far as, you know, no. th nothing on the forums at the moment. Things are going through, but nothing to report on, really, at the minute. But, in place of our news, we got a lot of feedback this week. Yeah, we seem to be getting a lot of that, really positive feedback. Yeah, we like really it. really cool. We like it. It's making our egos. We can hardly fit yeah. our heads through the door. Yeah. We've been we're famous been before long. famous than Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Well, yeah. See, it's, it just shows you how I'm, I'm, I'm up on these things. Yeah. Well, we're going to be infamous before long. Infamy! Infamy! We've all got it infamy! Before long, we're going to have to bat the ladies away with the shitty stick. <laughs> what do you reckon, Walter? I wanted the pretty girls coming up and say hi. I see that you're going to celebrate. You have to get your leather trousers out and your bandana again. <laughs> I never wore leather trousers. Oh, actually, I did. I never still wore do. a bandana. You still do. <laughs> no, I don't. One thing, actually, <clears throat> then go back to the news, sorry, rewind a little bit. 
There's one thing uh, I've noticed, I've had on for a while actually, I've looked at before and I told you about and I haven't reported on the podcast. I think everyone should listen to this. There's a guy on YouTube called Smooth McGroove. Look oh, him up. He's fantastic. This guy, he's, he's, like a, he's almost like a soft, hairy, biker-looking type yeah. guy. And on the YouTube videos, in the centre of the screen, there's a game. Uh, and the first one I saw was a Street Fighter with, uh, I think, the Guile level. And around the outside, it's eight pictures of him. And it's eight vid- separate videos of him singing the theme tune a cappella. Yeah. So each one of the little pictures is him doing a certain sound yeah. from the game. And it is very entertaining. Nice. He does a Mario. He does a load of console games as well. But he does a few arcades. Yeah. Look him up. When I was doing research for this week's game, Rolling Thunder, I had him on in the background and I was singing along to it and it made me sing around the rest of the day. I showed my daughter and my partner and they loved it. Not even into games. They don't yeah. even know the, the music. And He's got such it. a silly looking, lovable face, hasn't yeah. he? And then he brings his cat into the picture in one of them, doesn't he? <laughs> Does he really? <laughs> yeah. Excellent. It's very cool. The other thing uh, I've been thinking about as well is we're trying to get this game of Sky Kid going with me and you against No Quarter guys. I haven't, because they have to play over the internet because they're so far away from each other. One's in Canada, one's in Denver. And it'd be difficult for them, obviously, to meet up and stuff. Like, we can, well, you're only down the road from me. Yeah. They'd have to play over the internet with a thing called Kielira, which is a sort of internet uh, sharing thing on MAME and some of their emulators. But I also was told by, via feedback from Ben that um, you can use a thing called MAME Hub. Yeah. But mm. I tried to sort it out, and I'm not really a computer guy. And I couldn't get it to... There was something to do with the ports on the internet, and I don't really know a lot about it. No, I haven't got... I just don't know. I'd like to get it sorted and show the the no-quarter guys what to do, but they're computer guys. They'll be able to work out in five minutes, I expect. But I've told them MameHub, and I think it'd be a lot easier using MameHub than Kalira, because Kalira's generally used for fighting games and stuff, and there's a lot of servers just with fighting games, people playing King of Fighters and Street Fighters and that sort of stuff. I think that's what they do over the internet. But hopefully MameHub is easier to set up any game and play it, you know, you can just tune into your mates, whatever it is, and you can play that way. So you've sent them that link then? I've sent them, yeah, I've sent them the link about Meme Hub. Well, onto feedback, I suppose. I'm getting quite a lot of it. Someone mentioned about t-shirts, wanting uh, more t-shirts. Well, yeah, our then. t-shirts. Yeah. I got us um, t-shirts printed off each, so when we go to yeah. events and stuff, people can see us and hopefully come and say hello. Yeah. And not give us grief about our quality, because it should be better yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah, and people have asked us about t-shirts, but if there's enough demand for it, I'll, I'll do some more. Yeah, yeah, I'll try and get a production run from somewhere other than do them at the events. You can have like Chucky on the back, or yeah, Vertvik. Chucky and Vertvik <laughs> zero and zero one or something. All this fame we're getting. You wish. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Sean Holly has been on with us at the meet we went to the other week. He got three hundred and fifteen thousand on nineteen forty-two. That blows us both out of the air. Oh my god! But the funny thing is, when he told me this, he wasn't boasting. Yeah, because he was saying he was quite pleased with it, and then John Studley, Pac-Man '83, he was the Pac-Man guy. What did he get? He's also the 1942 guy, and the Berserk guy, and the Track and Field guy, and everyone else. He got 750,000. <sighs> what that night? That night, whilst talking about the weather <laughs> while he was playing. Yeah, he just makes a mockery of it. I noticed he was playing the Berserk quite a lot, and I'm I'm glad he's chose that actually for his, his next game to master, if you like. We love Berserk because I love Berserk. And it's obviously a, it's on the, the cab that we both worked on. Yeah, yeah. And it is a very cool game. I played that since a kid, you know, since 1982 yeah. or wherever it was it was released. Yeah. I've been playing that a lot. And it was always in the arcades when I was a kid. Always used to play because it's so simple. What's your high score on that then? About 14,000, 15,000, I think. Yeah. Which yeah. is not too bad. Than mine, 8,000. It's, it's a hard game though. And there's it two is. different versions of it. There's the fast bullets and the normal version. 
Oh, okay, I didn't know that. There's two versions. When it gets to a certain uh, type, of, type of robot, they fire as quickly as you do. So it's difficult getting out of the way of the bullets. Like yeah. it needs to be any harder. It's hard work, yeah. But Sean also asked us for a good vertical shooter to be put on our list. He gave us Volgus. Yeah. Which I've got the board of. Exodexes, or Savage Bees, by the same company. And a game called Megazone, which yeah. I had a quick flip on mainly of the day. And it's really good. Good yeah, little shooter. I've never heard of it. And also a Spile, which I've got on a board as well. Okay. So we've already bunged them on the list. Yeah, they'll be next up to play. We talked about the Chucky Egg arcade machine going to be made soon. And Indy Jones is now playing Chucky on his Amstrad CPC. Getting way back well into done. it again. Well done. Awesome good, that game. man. Amstrad got some good versions of games. Yeah. I never had one. I knew one guy who had an Amstrad when I was a kid. It was always Spectrums and Commodore 64s and then the 800XL for me. Well, I originally played that on a BBC Model B. I played that at school, yeah. But obviously yeah. they were very expensive computers back in the day. Oh God, we couldn't afford three, those. Three, three, four hundred pounds at the time compared yeah. to the Sinclair Spectrum, which... 130 reads, quid, wasn't it? 129.99, yeah, I remember it well. Yeah. But yeah, they both play well, but the BBC slightly better, I think. Yeah, Just the colours are better. Yeah. You didn't have the colour clash. The, the colour clash, yeah. Anthony Graham likes our new sound. He gave us a few hints on getting it better. Just turn the gain down a bit. We had a few little high spots there, but everyone's been quite generous with the decent feedback there. Yeah, thank you very much. I have turned the, the gain down as well. Hopefully it's not going to be oh. sharpened up and down. Pete from Arcade Otaku gave us good feedback, likes it. He also asked me what the title music was. The Iris at the start, the Invaders business. And that guy, he's, uh, there's two guys who, who do that music. They're called Iris. They're an American band. Have you seen this band? Yeah, I'm actually... My wife um, actually went on tour with them years ago, and when she was in between jobs, she she went on tour with them, helped out with their merchandise because she liked the band and she knows them really well. And last time was in America, New York. We actually met up with Andrew because he's been over here with his wife, and we met up and had some drinks. They're really into their beer, these two. And we met up with Iris, and I found out uh, he's actually called Andrew Sega, believe it or not. So he's well into his games in. He is actually. He went to Barcade with us when we were over there, but I found out. He does music for games. He works for a games company that do games for Facebook. But he did the music for Unreal Tournament, right. which I really like. Yeah. There's some really good levels on Unreal Tournament. I mean, years ago, back in PC game, when I used to do a lot of that, he did the music for that. Cool. So, yeah, it sort of uh, comes hand in hand. And I asked him for permission to use it. He said, yeah, use it whenever you like. So it's nice. Yeah, That's our theme tune that. now. Yeah, it's brilliant. Jake74 likes what we're doing. He was at the party the other week. I think he was the guy in the kitchen. He was hanging out in the kitchen, eating all sorts of rolls. Uh, but he said... He was going to say hello to us, didn't have time. Same as we didn't have time to do a lot of things, because we were too busy playing and yapping. Oh, and Tony Elloyd, yeah. Tony Doyle. With his T-shirt, his Pong T-shirt. Yeah. Which was this <laughs> This guy had a, an LED T-shirt, which moved the Pong battles yeah. around when he was playing. But I wanted to turn his nipples as, as, as <laughs> <laughs> to play the game. Turn him down a little bit on volume. <laughs> I don't think he would like that. He reckons you're a cockernee. I sure am. Oh, and Scotty Dog. Hopes to bump into us an arcade event. You'll see us. We've got the silly T-shirts on. Yeah. Come and say hello, Scott. And also Hitesh, a friend of mine, likes to listen to us while he's tinkering with the machines. <laughs> I don't know if we make it help him concentrate or not. I don't know. But he likes to play 80s music when he's actually playing on them. So Hitesh, don't cut the red wire. <laughs> he's probably he's scared to go in his monitor now. Yeah. Anything more? No, onto this week's game. Onto I, this week's game. Which I chose, Rolling Thunder, by Namco, 1986. Um, distributed outside of Japan by Atari. Is that right? It is, yeah. This game eats your 10 peas up, doesn't it? Um, I found this frustratingly hard 
And with those of us with bad memories like me, this is too cruel. Too yeah. cruel a game. I like to call it Raringu Sunder. That's the Japanese. Oh. My missus is going to slay me for this. What is I, it? That's Japanese for Rolling Thunder. Oh, right, okay. My missus is going to slay me. She's rude, then. I bet, I bet I've got the, the pronunciation terrible for it. He's some dodgy, lanky uh, secret agent, isn't he, by the name of Albatross? Albatross! Who's trying to rescue his female partner, Leela Blitz. Isn't that always the way? These females... Give me Bond any day. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get on with this game. The game sounds just like this. There are two segments to the game, each composed of five sections, a total of ten stages. Depending on dip switches, the player has the option to start any point in Story 1, allowing them to skip any of the first four stages if desired. Cheating. We didn't do that. Yeah. You better not have done. Yes, I did. <laughs> like we saw anything more than the second stage anyway. Oh, well, I don't see the point of that because, you know, once you've seen all the other stages, I don't see any point in going back to it, but... What did you think? No. No, definitely not. But, I mean, I, I turned I turned the dip switch off on MAME for that. Did you? Yeah. But the really annoying thing about this, there's lots of annoying things about this damn game. Ooh. Yeah. <sighs> well, you can turn off the, the starting stage business, which I did, mm. but you can't turn off the continues at the end of the game. So when you do die, and you die a lot, a lot yeah. you have to wait 10 seconds before you... Because if you press one player start again, you start from the same point, and you say you keep your score. Yeah. So your score accumulates, which is cheating yeah, for cheating, us, especially yeah. when we're against each other. Uh, this game uses Namco 86 hardware. It's quite um, advanced hardware for the time. Mm. It had a couple of 6809 processors, Yamaha YM2151 sound CPU, which is why the sound's so good in it, Yeah. and a Namco custom sound chip. So it's got a lot of, yeah, lot of noticed, for the sound. I noticed the graphics, the sprites were very bright and colourful, and the actual overall look of the game was actually quite good. Yeah, the animations seem, seem quite nice, but... Yeah. They are a little bit daft as well because when he when he's jumping up mm. onto a level because you you're a guy going left to right and you can climb stairs and go downstairs but it, there's two levels normally to each stage yeah there's a lower level and then there's a sort of upper level and if they've got banisters there your guy can if you sort of press up and jump he looks up mm. and he dives up grabs hold of the banister and jumps himself over and the same on the way down if you press yeah. down and but if there isn't a banister you can't, can't jump up. up. Yeah. So he can he can jump like 15 feet in the air if there's a banister there. Yeah, and this is why I preferred. I've been playing a bit of the NES version, actually, or Famicom version, because there's two different versions there. Yep. But there is no banisters on the Famicom version, so you could jump up onto that second level wherever you wanted to. Yeah, makes it easier. Much, yeah. And, and better. This, and this is the trouble. What, has he got a broken neck? Why can't he shoot up? Yeah. You know? Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. Well, this board that it's on, the Namco 86 board, it's got other games on it as well. You can use the same board for other things. Hopping Mappy and Sky Kid Deluxe. And apparently, you can change the Rolling Thunder into Sky Kid Deluxe. Oh, that's you. I've be done that. In t <laughs> I've actually got a Sky Kid board. That's one of our favourite games. In 10 seconds, it would yeah. be changed from Rolling Thunder to Sky Kid yeah. Deluxe. Believe me. I can appreciate back in the day, you know, um, this would be quite an impact game with the graphics and the sound. But... 
going back revisiting these games sometimes doesn't always pay off, does it? No. You've got a four-way joystick, two buttons. One button's for jump, one button's for fire. When you're firing your normal pistol, it's a single-shot thing, and your bullets go down. You can run out of bullets as well. When you do run out of bullets, which often was the case with mm. me, your your man will shoot one bullet at a time. You can have yeah. one bullet on, on the screen. screen you'll yeah. still be able to shoot, otherwise you'd be dead in seconds. Certain doors, you can go in and out of the doors. Did you notice if you go in a door and hold up, you'll stay inside? Now you mention it, I did know that, but I'd forgotten all about that as I was playing it. Damn. Because you can actually hide from the guys. If you yeah. if you're if there's loads of blokes running around, you've got enough time to shoot. You go in a door, hold up. See, and you won't come out of the door until you let yeah, go of so it. I was again. about to say that's his biggest fault of the game because you come out straight on top of a, a, a guy a and hoodie, they kill you. Yeah. And you're dead. I don't know how stupid is that? Yeah. These well, guys, the, the bad guys, are all in big boots. Cowboy and boots. boots. <laughs> yeah. And, they, and there's a guy in it. There's different coloured guys. Some have grenades. Yeah. Some got shoot. attributes, these guys. Like rocket launchers or whatever, or some sort of ammo that's more powerful. They've than got the guns, they throw things down at you, they yeah. throw bombs towards you. The yellow and blue guys look just like Banana Man. Yeah. Eric is Banana Man. And yeah. they require two shots to be killed. If you're standing up and you shoot, they'll fly back and go down on one knee. So if you yeah. shoot again, you'll miss them. You have to if you crouch and shoot, you can kill them easier. Yeah. But when you're crouched, if you go the other way to turn around, you've got to stand, up. Got to stand up first, then turn. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like on games like Green Beret, yeah. when you're sat down on there, you can turn around quickly and knife yeah. the guys. It's yeah. real quick. But this is ridiculous. You've got to stand up. By the time you stood up, the guys hit well, you. Well, that's where it's frustrating. It is very frustrating. It's like the game, I was talking to someone the other day about it, and they said, oh, that game, walk along, die. Walk along yeah. again, die some more. That's about right. Yeah. It's rubbish. It's funny because in first impressions you look at it and you look at the cab as well, which is quite cool, we'll get onto it a bit later, but the actual sound, the graphics are quite enticing. But then after a few minutes, I don't know, it's so frustrating and it is basically just a memory game at the end of the day. Yeah. You gotta sort of go along, wait in front of a door, a guy comes out, shoot him, go to the next door, wait, yeah. shoot him. Wait for a guy to come down, shoot him, go back. And if you die, you go back to the beginning, you've got to remember all there is, of that. There is a halfway point. To be fair, there is a halfway yeah. point on the levels, but if you haven't got to that halfway point, you're all about to yeah. start. The graphics and sound, the sound is very good. With all these these sound chips they've got on the, on the actual board, the sound is very good. It's a good tune as well. Mm. The graphics are, are quite they're quite good. The guy's quite well animated, as we said. Yeah. But the backgrounds are like a light green. There's no yeah. texture on the walls or anything. It's, it's this move, movability that you can't shoot up, can't shoot diagonally. Yeah. I think it's its main problem, really. Yeah, you've got to be in the right place, and you've got to stop and shoot, stop yeah. and shoot. It is like you said, it's a memory game. Yeah. And they're not much fun. Because once you've learnt the, the patterns, I suppose, and I couldn't because I was just too frustrated with it, you lose it. And it gets a life bar, but that's deceiving in a way, because really you only get, you get two hits and you're dead. It's got, you? Yeah, it's got eight segments, this life bar. And if you walk into a guy, they'll punch you straight away. Mm. Or if you come out of a door onto them, you lose four segments. You never lose one or two segments. You always lose four. So you've only got really two parts of life. It would have paid to have like the minor hoodies, like with the single shots, just to take a little bit of life. And well, then... yeah, if they punch you a little bit of life, but if you get shot, you're dead, obviously. But they all take the same amount, don't they? I think if you get shot, you die straight away. Yeah. Or if you have a bomb land and you die straight the bombs, away. bombs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is a nightmare. I think there's, as you said, the five levels to the stage, and then there's two stages, or there are around two, five stages to one level, and there's two levels. I don't know if you have to get all the way through the game twice, like Ghosts and Goblins, to do the game. Mm. I never got anywhere near that. No. It's ridiculous. I couldn't get anywhere. In the end, 
I was playing the other day. I think I must get a score on this. I rage quit. I was so angry. I said, right, I wrote the score down. I'm not playing it again. And that was it. I got so angry with it. I, I, I was playing the Famicom version, which I found a lot more pleasing. To be Absolutely. With you. It was a lot better. And that's it's not very often you can say that about a console a conversion. But yeah, it was damn good, actually. Yeah, and you said about the two different versions, the Famicom. Yeah, well, the, the, the American version wasn't actually a licensed. So if you're playing that, watch out, Nintendo's looking for you. Yeah, that's the 10-gen version, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think that came on... Well, a... the sound chips on the NES are slightly different. Um, yeah, so to the Famicom. Yeah, so you The Famicom sounds awesome. Yeah. Sounds really good. It's got... The cartridge slot slightly smaller, I think. Yeah, but it's got different pinouts on it, yeah. apparently. And I didn't know until I researched this that the Famicom has got different sound channels. Yeah. So you can get better sounds on it. Another reason to buy a Famicom. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually released by Namcot. I think it's the Namco home games. Whereas the other one wasn't official. No. I think it was official from from a Namco, but it wasn't licensed by Nintendo. Nintendo didn't give the go-ahead on it. Presumably because Namco had already done it. But they did this with Pac-Man as well. Did they? Apparently the NES cartridge for Pac-Man is a black cartridge. There are not many grey ones about. Okay, so I'll have to look into again. this. There might be quite a few more of that then. Yeah, absolutely. Because Zelda on the on the Famicom, on the second player controller on the Famicom, you've actually got a microphone. Yeah. And one of the parts of it, you've got to whistle yeah. into it yeah. to, to play a certain part of it. And you don't get that at all on the NES. It's not in the game mm. at all. The levels in it, uh, left to right, I don't think they go the other way around. I think you can go up on the second level. That's as far as I've got, so I wouldn't know that. The doors you go in to get ammo for your pistol, there's also one other kind of door. It's got arms next to it, and that's got the machine gun in it. That's when it starts getting fun, because yeah, you can mow these guys rifle. down. Yeah. yeah. Did you find out the little cheaty bit on that? Uh, Dave mentioned that. You can go back and... Why, damn him. Yeah. He's not allowed to help <laughs> See, you out. Dave, Dave's pretty good at this game. It's one of his favourites. But um, I think he told me if you go back, yes. you can keep If you uh, go back a certain ammo. way, it only gives you like up to 100 bullets. If you go back a certain amount, not all the way, and then come back on yourself, the, the, the bad guys have respawned, but when you go in and get more bullets, you'll get more out. Because if you go out and go back in, you won't get any more. But surely you're losing time by doing that. A little bit, but you have got enough time to, to get more pistol bullets and more machine guns. There's time points, though? You yeah, you do, you do get mm, points in guys. <laughs> <laughs> you do You've get points. You've got to weigh that up whether it's worth going back for because obviously you're going to risk. That it's risk, a lot easier with an assault element. rifle. Yeah. It's a lot easier just to mow the guys down rather than single shotting them. And yeah, them. we want to mow them down. Yeah, I went a bit mad doing that. Hoodies. Yeah. In between levels, there are cutscenes because the the girl you're after uh, to rescue, they show different scenes between them, and I only read because I only saw the first one because I only did the first level. I didn't see any. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's okay then. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's no way you did more than two levels. Yeah, what well, the dance dancing sequence? Yeah, that was a bit odd. When when you do when you see the the cutscene is basically a big control room with a big screen, yeah. and you have got the main bad guy who looks a bit like a green Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And he's like in a big robe. And there's the, the, the there's three or four hooded guys operating the controls. And he sort of... And just start dancing. Yeah, he sort of like points his finger at these guys and they start doing this weird dance all in situ. They're like the Bee Gees or something. YMCA. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that bit at all. No, it's I didn't mad. get that. The girl you're after is called Leela Blitz. Yeah. Ow! She, she sounds looks, a chick. She looks pretty cool on the uh, on the cover of the, of the the game here. She isn't that good. She got captured by that big green Freddy Krueger geezer. Yeah. yeah, I'd go and get her. I'd try and rescue her. Definitely. In the second game, there was some follow-ups to this. There was Rolling Thunder 2 in the arcade, which was a Japanese-only release. 
apparently it's quite a few years ahead of this game. This game is supposed to be set in the 60s. So it's got a bit of a 60s yeah, feel has, to it, yeah. you know, sort of James Bondy type yeah. theme to it. And this is in the second game, it's later on, and you actually play a female agent. Oh. And you can also play co-op. You can play a, a, one guy can, or one person can play a male agent, which is opposed to this guy, I suppose, again. And then the other person plays the female agent, and you can help each other out. Sounds terrible. On the second better. game, I did have a go on the second game, just to do a comparison. The graphics are better, the sound's pretty good, but the best thing about it is when a, one of the, the hooded guys, well, they're a little bit different now, walks into you, they don't hurt you. Mm. If they punch you, you lose a little bit of energy, but not half your energy like this damn game does. Yeah. So it is a bit better in that way, and there's different weapons and stuff as well. But it's basically the same kind of game with a revamp. Right, with different yeah, maybe and, play that one then. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a lot better game. The better version is the Famicom or the NES version. Mm. I find it much more playable, slightly easier, which makes it more enjoyable, yeah. not just easier. I played it around here with you, and I think the Famicom version is better than the arcade. Yeah, it's a lot smoother, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. actually. Yeah. I also noticed you were playing Rolling Thunder, the arcade version, on the Wii. I was playing it on a Namco compilation uh, of some anniversary sort. disc on the Wii, yeah. And, and I noticed it was, it was playing a lot slower. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if it's just the emulation of that game, because we played but that didn't make Sky any... Kid, and yeah. that was the same, but still slow. I'm yeah. not sure if that's a PAL or 50 hertz no, difference it's or not. Hertz. Yeah, it's I'm not sure. If anyone know. knows about this, I'd like to know or yeah. whether it's just a slow version. Because if you played the original arcades, like we have, and then played the Wii version, it's a real poor yeah. emulation, isn't it? And it's I brought really that bad. disc that week, you know, yeah. for a number of games to play on there. So oh, there's wow. a good list of games on there. Yeah, yeah. But I was very disappointed with the speed, actually, because Gallagher's on there as well, and that's really slow. Is it really? Yeah. That's poor. I wonder, what, I wonder if there's a problem with our your I setup. I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. I hope the game's fine. Don't know. Back to Rolling Thunder. There was actually a third Rolling Thunder on the Genesis only. Okay. I presume that's quite a good little game as well. I've never played it. I'll have to try it on emulation yeah. one day. It can't be any worse than the first one. What did you think of the arcade cab, then? I thought it was quite boring, the cab. Yeah. One came up a little while ago for sale on Jammer Plus, I think. Yeah. And it got snapped up quite quickly, but I'm sure the person who bought it is like us. They got bored of it quite quickly and got yeah. rid of it again. Because it's... I always thought Rolling Thunder was a brilliant game. I remember when it came out on Spectrum and all the dif well, different Well, it's a very cool-looking game. You it know, is, it's, yeah. it's a cool, you know, character, and, it's, you know, it should be like a Bond, you know. You associate that with coolness, don't you? Yeah. Um, but... He's an agent. Yeah. He's got a pistol. He's rescuing a, you know, a nice... Lady. But, but, yeah, I don't know. The arcade cab's all right. I thought the control panel looked quite nice. You've got a nice picture of um, the hoodie on there and the, the agent in action. But the side art's nothing really, is it? No. I thought it was a bit of a boring... Yeah. Because I really like Atari cabs. I really like Atari cabs. The shapes of them are brilliant. This thing just doesn't seem a very interesting shape to me. Yeah. And the side art's only a little sort of round disc with the guy in it. Yeah. It just didn't appeal to me, it's really. It's not full side art, is it? No, no, it didn't appeal to me much. The game was ported to a lot of different computers and consoles. We're talking Spectrum, Commodore 64, Amstrad, Amiga, ST. Atari Lynx. Lynx, yeah. The Spectrum version was nine monochrome, I remember it. Yeah. But I remember being excited about it, because I, I think it was one of those games you thought was really good. But when you put some time into it, like we did, yeah. not so good. See, I remember the game being around, but I don't think I ever put any money into it. No. I really played it. Watched other people play and probably thought, no, it's not worth it. Because it was one of those games that was made to eat all your 10p's up. Yeah, especially with that, that continue at the end that keeps your score as yeah. well. 
I mean, you could go and do that and do that and do that and say to your mates, oh, I've got 200,000. Yeah. You wouldn't get off level one, you just played it six there's times. There's a point in that. Yeah, it's pointless. I thought the game was very similar to Shinobi. Shinobi. Yeah, yeah. very similar. But Shinobi is way, way better. It's more playable. You're a ninja, which makes yeah. you better for a start. And I could actually do a few levels on Shinobi. And you got the, there's a bonus level in the middle when you've got the guys coming towards you. Can you shoot up? Can you shoot diagonally? No, you can't, actually. Mm. You've got throwing stars, and you got, and when you get, someone gets too close to you, you whip your sword out and you give them the sword. Yeah. Uh, you, and you've got a, a, a power-up button as well. You've got a ninja magic. So if things do get a bit hectic on the screen, you can hit the ninja magic, and different things, like golden axe, yeah. all fly out of you, killing yeah. everything. You've got other options. And also, you can get hit quite a few times on Shinobi before you actually die. Yeah. It's a proper health bar where you it's, lose one point of health just a, every a, time. a lack of freedom in the game, isn't it? Yeah, there? it's left to right, that's it. Yeah. You know, I think later on you do go up and there's platforming bits, but I never mm. got anywhere near that. So no. the game wasn't enjoyable to me. Maybe if I it was a bit easier and I got through the different levels or even started on the different levels, maybe that's why they put it in there. Because people would get frustrated just doing level well, one I like, all the time. I like side you can jump the levels. I like side scrolling shooters, but it's just lack of m- m- movability. Yeah. That really. I'd call this a run and gun, really. You yeah, run and gun, yeah. I'm just trying to think of other games of that kind of genre that um, are better. Can you think of any? There's quite a few. P- play things like Metal Slug, you can sort of call yeah, that a run and gun. Slug, That's you can a brilliant shoot all game. round, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. You can even shoot up on that. And there's loads of pickups and yeah. things to jump in vehicles and stuff like That's that. That's a way better game, I think. Oh, it's, it's quite yeah. a bit later, though, and on better hardware. On Neo Geo, it was yeah. way better hardware. But stuff like Shinobi, I suppose, is, is one of them. Um, there's quite a few games that I can't really think at the moment. There's but probably hundreds, but yeah. off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Nothing as... Is, is, I think, because it, of its difficulty level, and the fact you have to stop, shoot, wait for this guy, shoot, wait for this guy, yeah. go up, go down, awkwardly jump over this. Yeah. And the tyres on the end of the first level, oh, they really bothered yeah. me. You could jump on the top of a tyre, and you fall into the tyres, and there was guys popping out the tyres, shooting you. And they put them in certain places which got you, because one yeah. guy... Who shoots at you? You've got to shoot him twice. When you shoot him once, you think, oh, I've got him, and he pops down. You jump over to jump in the next tie, and he comes back up and shoots yeah, you again. Yeah, and you end up losing all your bullets as well, yeah, don't you? Yeah, that is annoying. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it much. So, uh, scores? Scores, old time? I've got 48,000. Joy! Did I beat you? Yeah. That's a surprise, actually. Well, I, as I said, I got so frustrated with it, I stopped playing it. I think I got 38,000-ish. Yeah. It won a lot of points. What did you say you got? 48,000. Uh-oh. Sean Holly. Yeah. Talking about earlier. Got 49,220. Oh, far off then. He didn't get his name I on the podcast. got to the second level. There's no way he's getting that. his name on that podcast. It's only our name's <laughs> gone. No, no, no. Yeah, it's good score for him. Good score for you. Not yeah. so good for me. I just got so annoyed with it. I don't even care. No. I can understand why. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I got that, I had no intention of going back to beat that 48,000. I thought, oh, I'll get 50. I thought, no, nah, I can't be bothered. I got to level two, and I got to the bit where you start going upwards. You're jumping upwards. Yeah, and you've got those boxes you have to get up. Yeah, there's a load of little sort of um, storage crates you've got to jump yeah. on. And again, because you can't shoot up, you've got to sort of negotiate. The and there's guys throwing things down at you as well, yeah. which makes it even harder. Yeah, it's, it's a silly game, really. Mm. If they'd included shooting up and down, yeah. I think it'd be a way better game. And maybe even diagonals. Yeah. That would have been better going. You shoot people from further away. And if they'd sorted out the, the health bar as well, I think that would have been better. Yeah. Mm. Well, now I'm going to play uh, Rolling Thunder 2 and see how much that's better. It is a better game, yeah. I think, yeah. So we liked the animation. Yeah, like the artwork, like the sound. The music was okay. I didn't find it too repetitive. Some people thought it was 
repetitive. I guess if you're going to keep dying, you will do. But yeah, absolutely. Um, it looks cool, but underneath, no. One more thing I did like about it is when you shoot an enemy, they sort of ooze into the ground like yeah. sort of jelly. Yeah, <laughs> which is quite good. It gets rid of them quite quick. The fact that everything kills you as well. I mean, the, the second game they got it much better. Where if you walk into a guy, it doesn't kill you unless he actually punches you. If you just walk past him quickly, you don't get hurt, yeah. which is much reality, idea. isn't it? Yeah. God's sake. And also, when the guys hit you, you get knocked backwards and you sort of go on your knees. Yeah. And if you get knocked into another guy, yeah. you're dead. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's like I always think when you get shot in the foot in a game and you die, surely you'd be hopping around, going yeah. ow, 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 my foot. <laughs> you wouldn't just die, would you? So, do you reckon that would go in your Fantasy League arcade cabs? Definitely not, no. Definitely not, no. no. Not even a jammer cab. Not no. even a board. Absolutely. I wouldn't even bother with a PC. If, if someone offered me the board for cheap, I'd have it and turn it into a Sky Kid Deluxe. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I'd, take, I'd relish doing it. So, this is a big thumbs down this week, then. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, not so good. I smell something sticky! Who's but but was try, that? The, try the Famicom version. That's worth owning. It's a nice box, nice artwork on the front there. All the Namco games on the Famicom yeah. are nice artwork. Yeah. The Japanese versions, yeah. Yeah, definitely give that a try. Yeah, I really like that. I'll, I'll play it a bit more myself, actually. Next week's game, my choice. Yeah, what is it, Vic? Well, I was going to say Alien Syndrome, which is a sort of top-down, almost like a gauntlet-type game, run and gun. Yeah, you mentioned it. But you? I was playing it earlier tonight before I come round, it's quite a hard game, and I did the first level, got the bad guy at the end who's quite difficult to kill, and on MAME, the version I had, which is the standard ROM, the sort of de facto ROM, there's different versions of it, the one that's in there, on the second level, all the graphics are corrupt. So I've gone against that this time, and we're going to go for a game called Megazone. Megazone, this is from one of the listeners. It is, yes. It's an upscreen vertical shooter, quite a cute little thing. Cool, I like shooters. Yeah, it's a good little game, actually, so we're going to play that. Megazone. Excellent. I've also added, sorry, forgot to tell you, I've added a game to my Fantasy League cabs, if I could own one. What is it? Death Race. Death Race? That's the... um, Old Exidy game from 1976. Black and white. It was banned, wasn't it, in the States? It was banned, yeah, because you've got to run (laughs) people over. It's basically an old school... um, I've Grand seen, Theft Auto. Yeah, I've seen John from John's Arcade playing that game. He finds it hilarious. The, I, the I, noises, the screeches, the screaming. They're they really make. good. I, if you, <laughs> you can't play it on MAME because MAME hasn't got the right samples. You haven't got a steering wheel. You haven't got all this sort of stuff. Mm. And it just doesn't play as well. Because I think that game is so old. It wasn't mm. done on a, on a standard arcade chips on the board. It was done with TTL Logic. So it's a really old game. Just black and white. All you've got is a car two levels by the side, and these little guys run out into the, run into the road. The and you've got to run them over. They're quite quick, and they move, and they, they, they oh, dart about trying to get out of your way. But what they did to get around is they said there were zombies in the end, yeah. rather than people. The noises are quite rumbly for the car noise. And then when you run these guys, they actually squeal really yeah. loud. So and who's it's this by then? A company called Exidy. Oh, Exidy. They, they did, they did loads of them stuff. last week, didn't they? Or the week before, by Exidy? I don't know. They've sure done, they did. They've done some, they did a lot of old yeah. games. They're quite an old, yeah. old game. That's definitely going on my uh, my cab That'd list. That'd be extremely rare find, wouldn't it? Excellent, yeah. One last uh, little thing I've just thought of. RGP, I think they just put a, a cab list up of all the cabs they're going to have at the arcade. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I was okay. told earlier that it's going to go up soon. So I'll have to check that out. And that's about us this week, yeah? Nothing Brilliant. else? Yeah, no, that's fantastic, Vic. Excellent. And we'll go away and play Megazone. Me- Megazone. 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 Thanks a lot for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye.